Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. You're listening to the Deeply Graphic Design Cast, the show about all things design from the creative side to the business side and all points in between. Follow the show on Twitter at Wes McDowell. Want the gang to answer your question on an upcoming episode? Send in your listener question to questions at thedeependdesign.com or via Twitter using hashtag DGDC. Here are your hosts. Wes McDowell in Chicago. Mikhail Morrison in Seattle. Nick Longo in Los Angeles. All right. Back together again. Thanks for... uh... For all joining me, guys, and thank you, everybody, for uh, for continuing to listen to the show and to support us and to leave those five-star reviews on uh, wherever you're listening to us. So yeah, appreciate that. And I want to apologize. We, we've had some audio issues the past few episodes because of a new way we were trying to record. Um, so, you know, I, I guess we've gotten a few, a uh, little bit of feedback on those past few episodes that it wasn't sounding great. So we're going to try to we're going back to our old way now so hopefully this sounds better yeah i know we're just trying different things out and thank (laughs) you Wes, for even trying i mean damn we were like anything to streamline the process but you know know quality is system uh, seemed like it was working robustly but didn't (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's crazy that there's not like a really good system for podcasting still and but yeah you know it's just always like these things sound great in theory, and then they just don't end up working out. So back yeah. to the old way, back to the caveman way. So here we <laughs> go again. <laughs> but well, um, one of these days, we're just going to have to li- all live in the same city, guys. It's the only way. Exactly. There's the, the solution. There's the solution. Yeah. Speaking of same cities, we've got City. a little bit of an announcement for you guys. Well, some good news and some bad news. The good news is we will be back at Adobe Live this year in October. Um, yeah, the bad November, news actually. is November, yeah. we're down Mikkel. She's not going to be able to join us, Boom. but Nick and I will both be there holding down the fort. So yeah. we are excited. I know it's too bad. I, it's just one of those things with timing, but, right. um, we're going to take advantage of trying to keep the relationship alive with our friends at Adobe. And, um, it's November 4th through the 6th, uh, That's here right. in Los Angeles. And Wes just so mentioned Adobe live, but he to- meant Adobe max. Same Adobe thing, Max, yeah. <laughs> sorry, yeah. Adobe Max. But it is live. It's three, it days, live. Of three days of live. Uh, yeah, the lineup. The well, lineup you know, does hey, look it, great. It, puts me to, to misty yeah. tears every time I get a little bit of an announcement over email about the upcoming pieces to look forward to. I know. They, as far as you know, the big, the big, big keynotes. They've got Annie Leibovitz. And yeah. They've got uh, M Night Shyamalan, but they've also got Paula Share, which That's will be a be great, great one. Um, a lot of really good, more defined, I feel like, in graphic design as well. Some of the big names there. Right. Um, and one of the coolest things is they always bring in, like, a hot comedian for the sneaks. Yeah, that's and this fun. year, they've got John Mulaney, which is, like, so really great. perfect. Awesome. So great. Oh, my little brother is going to be really jealous about that. <laughs> one really? One of the funniest dudes around. So, oh, yeah, um, he loves them. But we're excited, too. We're also going back to having a booth this year which is great, and we get to meet a lot of people, which we did two yeah, years ago. Yeah, I think that's going to be the um, way to go. Just wanted to put the word out there because, you know, for a lot of you, and we know this is a big ticket, 
We're going to obviously yeah. have our discount yeah. rate coming in the next episode. So listen to that, but just planning on it ahead of time. If you can start thinking about how this works or talk Logistically to your boss. Logistically for everyone. I know, yeah. I know a lot of people now who are starting to put in their little requests going, Hey, I know we have some uh, funds for trade show and everything. What I about? promise I won't party <laughs> too much and I'll apply what I learned on the job. Please, please, yeah. please. Yeah. Well, Lisa's is on Vegas, the so there'll be a little less room. partying this time, but so if, if anyone, if any, any of you guys need help talking your bosses into it, uh, have your bosses call Longo Designs. <laughs> talk to Nick. <laughs> I'm going to have, a, 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 I'm gonna have a, a little template letter ready to go. So if you need that, let me know. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, well, I'm looking, looking forward, forward to it. it. I'm actually, and since it's kind of coinciding this year with Halloween to some degree, I'm actually going to fly back to, uh, to go to the West Hollywood Halloween oh, carnival awesome. right fun. before that. So I've got an Airbnb fun. there. So that'll be fun. Perfect. Make it a one lump like sum trip. Anyone who's never been there. Nope. Yeah. That's what, gonna be great. That? It'll be a nice long LA trip right when uh right when I need it most. So perfect. Yeah, but yeah. however, last yeah. time you tried to group up a couple of things for yourself, Wes, you were beat and didn't want to have another drink once you started partying with your friends before you met up with us. Well, yeah, I'm going to need to rethink things a little bit. I'm tired. I'm going to turn Shots in. Shots fired. Yeah. I'm an old man. I go to bed at nine. Easy. Nine Easy. I'm older than you. Easy. This should be a blast, though. I think it's going to be fun. You're right, too. I think Vegas was the best the best one yet, but uh, Los Angeles makes it obviously a lot easier for me and most people I know around yeah, here. Yeah, so Vegas, we'll there was just that fun. hub component where your resort, wherever you were staying, it was right there, and you walk outside, and you cross the bridge, and yeah. you're, boom, right in the in the heat of where everybody was at with these sessions, and yeah, it was... It's like a destination city, is. and I think LA being... More of a, you know, a hometown for a lot of people too. Not that Vegas isn't, but you know, I, everyone stayed yeah. close, I think in Vegas and stay yeah. and you were always around max people and it was really, and plus it was Vegas. So, you know. Yeah. yeah well, Vegas is always fun just, just based on, like you said, the proximity of everything, like just being able to mm-hmm. walk um, as opposed to Ubering everywhere. But, you know, exactly. we make do and we had a great time last year and we'll have a great time this year. Awesome. Uh, because Mikel won't be there to to drag us in at nine o'clock anymore. <laughs> oh, you're turning that on me. That's oh, yeah, I know. I mean, I that's say. a little unfair. Your, your word against mine, baby. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> we'll have nice. to be timestamping all of our uh, our posts. See, look how late we are out. <laughs> we made it. See, I'm not an old man. I'm a millennial. <laughs> so, <laughs> anything uh, anything you guys are up to that we that we should know about or just want to get to the meat of the show what's going on I'm trying to think what's going on i don't um, have anything crazy to report things are busy it's we're shifting into the summer so schedules of course shift for yeah. clientele of course oh totally have you that's guys hap- noticed that, that absolutely like, happens that's predictable yeah i've always seen it but like this time it's been like amazingly like defined hmm. like it's, it was almost like first week of june it hmm. was like what the hell's hmm. going on? Like, I yeah. think it's like vacations start happening and 
Yeah. And then those that have kids and are trying to, you know, toggle a lot of pieces Mm -hmm. throughout the week, they're designating certain hours throughout the day that they know they can. And then trying to, you know, designate other free time with their children, given that summer camp schedule or whatever it may be. It's yeah, it's interesting shift that typically happens Mm -hmm. here. Yeah. You know what I saw, which was really cool. And I I even reached out to this person because I thought it'd be a good topic, but it's along the lines of what you were just saying of some people who are um, uh, purposely almost carving out a month during summer, Mm. especially freelance designers and taking a month off Mm. building up Mm -hmm. for it. Like rather, and it's not so much for a vacation, but it's just to like, you have this freedom to actually take a month off. You don't have to worry about your job job. Um, And if you do enough through the year to kind of work up for it and plan on it, financially and client wise. Uh, what an interesting topic. I, I read a few people who are actually doing yeah. it. I thought we should, you know what, that's I've really cool. And I actually, um, there's this podcast that I listen to every so often called no ego. And, oh, um, there was a discussion topic kind of similar to what you just mentioned, Nick, where, Uh, For this woman that was being interviewed at the time, she was running a shop and ROI increased when she gave her employees just the same amount of time of days off as days on. Wow. And to regulate that and to have it Hmm. within your control and to really shift the balance. I mean, people, instead of just trying to be productive, I got to keep busy and undergoing less prioritizing and strategizing for what was truly important for customers at any given time really makes a difference. And isn't that interesting? I mean, if people, if people get proper sleep and are not cramming like crazy, they're noticing positive differences with respect to company success. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, because really all we get is truly like that vacation. Yeah. We're, we're set up to believe that that's the only time. And now more than ever, think of all the things that you get to kind of hopefully let go of when you do take those breaks or like what you were saying or giving them more time off. And, and really having here. to force it right. because the work will always be there. So really being yeah, cognitive of turning off, turning everything off and making plans yeah. in your personal life or for play. Yeah. To to really make that work. It's really an interesting topic to me. Anyhow, we could maybe discuss it's, it's this later. It's only have to happen more and more, I think, because everyone is I getting hope so much so. more. I hope so. We need to become more yeah. like Europeans in that regard. I, yeah. I, more exactly. time off. More time off, yeah. Yeah. Because I think they, they do say that whatever work you give yourself, whatever time frame you give yourself, mm-hmm. your tasks will take up that entire time frame. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, if, mm-hmm. if you give yourself a week to do something, you'll just kind of half-assedly do it versus if you have two days to do it, you'll get it done much more efficiently probably. So, yeah. All right. So before we get to the topic of our episode, which I think is a good one, I'm really excited to talk about this one today. Yeah, me too. Um, we got to give a little love to our friends at FreshBooks. Uh, FreshBooks mm. is perfect for the designer because we're creatives. We're not accountants. We don't want to deal with making our own invoices and scrounging for them and then trying to customize them, but they look janky anyway. <laughs> and then you don't know if they were seen and then you don't know if they were paid. And then, <laughs> you know, all the... All the don't knows just kind of add up and they suck, right? So FreshBooks <laughs> takes all that off your plate, makes inv- invoicing seem sexy. And isn't that what we all want at the end of the day? It's wow. just yeah. sexy, sexy invoices. And all the things that we send to our clients should be sexy, right? Come on. That's what all my clients say. They're like, it's the sexiest invoice they get. <laughs> yeah. I like to play a little sexy music when I send it and just kind of like, Aww. just get in there's the mood. A, there's a, 
Now that would be throw, something. Throw, throw be a scarf over the lamp, you know, and just kind of <laughs> set the mood a little bit. So FreshBooks makes it easy to send these really like really awesome looking branded invoices, and you always know when they're viewed. And usually they're paid within one business day. That they've done the math on that. They've done the run the statistics, and that's generally what they found. So, um, and when they're not paid on time, they will send out the automated payment reminder for you, so you don't have to worry about it, and you don't have to be the bad guy. So they've got all these other things too, um, you know, multi currency invoicing, which is great. Uh, they've got the mobile app, so you can take pictures of your receipts. So it's uh, great when you're claiming your expenses come tax time. And they've got the projects feature, which basically lets you share files, images, and messages with your clients, contractors, and employees if you got them. So uh, things can happen pretty quickly when all your conversations live in one place. And of course, we love their world-class five-star support. Nay, I say six-star. I'm giving them an extra star (laughs) because they answer in three rings or less. So I've done the math on that. Six stars it is. So to claim your 30-day unrestricted free trial, go to freshbooks.com slash deeplygraphic and enter deeply graphic design in the how did you hear about a section. Once again, you get 30 days absolutely for free. Just go to freshbooks.com slash deeplygraphic and enter deeply graphic design in the how did you hear about a section. All right. So since this topic was uh, your love child, Mikkel, why don't you go ahead and get us started on it? Sure, you bet. All right. So first and foremost... um, what we have learned and appreciated in way of feedback so much from listeners is that people um, love how genuine and organic we tend to be with one another and what we undergo, whether it's positive or poor, um, for our own businesses. And things aren't always roses, right? So shit mm-hmm. happens. Um, and I know that I want to make sure that I'm not just speaking Uh, that we don't just speak out of our asses. We've all been through situations that do turn out for the best and those that do not. Um, So this topic is along the lines of what we can do and how we can respond and what actions can be appropriate at times where a long-term stable client of yours suddenly shuts the door. Not necessarily because of poor, poor performance or a bad relationship or something gone wrong between your business and the customer, but because circumstances shift, there are merges that happen, businesses Mm -hmm. shut down. There are, um, some businesses get accrued and there's, you know, there's a lot that can go on behind the scenes and we are not and like new people will take over. New like people will take you'll over. You'll have a, a point person. Personnel and shifts. They they leave, and then the new person either doesn't get Brings what you're them. doing no. or is not privy to it, and just like that that happened. That's yeah. Your point since how this happened. Your to me, point but. of contact. Yep. Can can yeah. change because you know, and that's that's another interesting side topic that might be interesting to bring about because. How do you maintain that? How do you how do you get a little bit in the driver's seat so that you're not just conversing with the director of marketing, for example, but others within the marketing department yeah. or business development all the same so that all the eggs don't continue to be in that one single basket? Um, mm-hmm. So in 
you know, it's, it's oftentimes dependent on the industry. Um, I know for me, I have supported AI f- a fair amount and it's been wonderful because we have seen that that's where some businesses are really taking off. But in the startup platform, you know, they either sail or they plummet. <laughs> There's oftentimes mm-hmm. not a happy medium. So what do you do? Mm-hmm. You're you're not an employee. You don't get a severance package. You don't get even as little as two weeks to sl- to figure out what how you're going to replace or rejigger or shift things around so that your for your business that income isn't solely based on the success of others. So what what, what appropriate actions can can be taken? I mean, I for, I know for. For us, we can speak to some experience, and I think that that can really lend itself to some in really informative detail for listeners. But what how, what we've learned from instances mm-hmm. of this kind, it has happened to, to me before. Um, and, you know, a lot of this is about how we're structured and our persona, what we bring to the table. I am a massive note taker. I am cons- constantly mm-hmm. – uh, wh- whether I'm – I'm in a meeting that is about what's coming down the pipeline. I constantly have radar and I'm taking note on what is hot, what listening, truly listening on what the client has shared is missing for their business so that it's not a action item for the time being specifically for that call, but something that you can bring up. Later, when things start to slow down, for example, yeah. So, you know, and they're in print, and schedules aren't always predictable. All of a sudden, you'll get a call. This happened the other day. I didn't even have this. You know, wasn't even a part of the to-do list. One of our clients was just having to throw out fires after never. Their site went down. They had to send out a letter from the CEO explaining, um, "We're on it." Basically, we, um, you are our number one priority. And not b- being over apologetic, they needed graphics, they needed copy, we needed to pull through the, um, a, ma- a Mailchimp layout template at the last minute. I mean, shit happens, right? So, yeah. From any type of experience like that, I know to bring up. Listen, we need to be prepared for maintenance service malfunctions of this kind. We need a bundle of graphics and copy templated to the side. So let's. Let's get that on, you know, in Trello, in a project management system so that it is not a back burner item, but something that we can drag in at the, you know, at any given moment. Um, Your clients need to know that you're, you're being super attentive to all of their needs. So if there becomes a lull, you don't hear from them. You don't hear from them. You can get back to an email chain that had items maybe from two months ago and say, listen, we're coming on Q2. These are the items that really you know, make sense for us to tackle at the time. You're not doing this. Mm. Hey, I have a lot of bandwidth right now. I've got for this week mm-hmm. is really quite slow for me. So I was just reaching out to ask what, what um, project items would make sense to get on. No. That's not what I'm suggesting yeah, you do yeah. here at all. They they know you're busy. You pocket in areas of um, project um, items ongoing, 
and you just communicate that you are on it. You are attentive to their needs, attentive to their schedule from a meeting back in August. You know that this is an action item that needs to be remedied or initiated altogether. And you present, you present the um, kickoff yourself. You remind them of what okay. is needed. That's super proactive. You have to be yeah. proactive. So in this scenario, yeah. Mikkel, let me make sure I'm understanding what you're saying. So in this case, you're saying this kind of um, lull is brought on, not so much because the company is going out of business or leaving it you can or be. firing you. There's a number of it's reasons they're, why they're a company kind of slows slow. down. I'm saying it, it buckets all yeah. of these areas. Okay. Whether it be you haven't so, heard from the cl- an existing client for a long time or they have informed that you've shut down. If they've informed that you've shut down, this is your chance to reach out to your existing clientele with. Ah, okay. So you're, you're plugging, you're basically uh, replacing this big client with getting more business from your existing your other existing this customers. This doesn't mean you saying. need to replace those that have shut down. Yeah. Oh my gosh. How how many of us have accounts where the, where there are items that you just can't, you never got around to? Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. it's you you know it's something that I mean we're all busy and it's the that your client knows that you need to get to, but they either forgot it's an action item that has just slipped through the cracks. You can be in the power position to bring it into back into the forefront again. They don't have to bring it up. Yeah, exactly. So I, it's always I, great to like this, to get go after your. It's obviously the easiest customers to require are the ones you already have. Exactly. So That's what just the whole point yourself, of this is. Yeah. So just ask yourself, like, what what can I offer this other client that they don't? What other services do I provide that they have not opted in for yet? And then just kind of. Yep. Go after them and, and pitch it. And and bring about a whole different um, area of expertise for an account that you have not shared that, that you have not undergone just yet. Um, yeah. They don't they don't here know is you an for ex- it. yeah, they don't know you for it. Here is an example. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it maybe you do email campaigns for um, a, a client. And you, of course, you subscribe as a as a recipient ongoing, so that you are kind of channeling and tracking how things are looking, front end and back end, and just as a as a user, as a, as a recipient. Mm-hmm. So I can share with another account that I don't support email layouts with. Listen, your the way that your graphics are are rendering is quite honestly really poor quality. Here's how they can look like. You pull up another account that you've supported for years and you give them that example. Here's a before and after, potential before and after for you. Let me know how let, mm-hmm. let me know if this agrees with you. Happy to schedule a call. You know, use your your existing resources, use your existing accounts that you're supporting and share what you can bring to the table. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, it, to me, it always brings up a good time to re not just like to reappreciate your current clients, right? When I'm going through this kind of right now where we have faded away from a, a very big and long-term client and it was set up that way. It was, they are too big to, to have, they have their own now. We, they got their own internal department doing it all. We had a great handover. Okay. So you knew this was coming. Yeah. Yeah. 
and it's it's a it's a huge chunk and it's the first month in seven years that i haven't built them mm. and that's uh, seven years that i haven't mm. built them so mm. of course it's a it's a big shift mm -hmm. you know and but i like what you said where you could be in the back of your mind going oh damn this is like a huge upset what am i going to do and you yeah you should have that moment where you're kind of freaking out a little bit i think we all you know it's kind of human it is but, but focus on not taking the time to panic goal, like, hey, that's don't just... focus on taking the time to panic exactly. instead focus on taking the time to strategize and and when else do you do that i think this is a perfect thing of like it has to happen for a reason because maybe you aren't giving the bucket of five or six other clients that are maybe lower on the totem pole or as far as how much you're billing them per month you're not giving them that attention. No. Now's and, your and, chance. Or even like you Now's said, your chance. that focus, like just that five minutes of going, what am I doing for other people that I could be doing for them? Let me put together a quick little capability yep. thing or whatever. And then that thing could be used for five or six clients, right? So yeah. you re-look re at who you already have at this point, because to me, that was the best thing to do. I, I think there were a few that I was kind of just taking for granted and they were kind of like, there was a little bit of stuff going on monthly, but I have built them up a little bit more now because I was consciously thinking, yes. I got to, one, and two, I think they're going to love them. Right. And they were like, oh, This is your this chance is to take advantage of that consultant role. Mm -hmm. they, they are reminded of how attentive, how much you listen, you bring up an action yep. item that has just slipped under the cracks, this happens, um, and you bring it back to the forefront. Whether it is um, not going to kick off again or not, if you do yeah. this consistently with all of your existing accounts, something will give. Yeah. Something will give. And the more that yeah. it's someone it, wrote it's a great thing, they said double down successfully. On direct costs. mail. Yeah. Oh, that that turned out really mm -hmm. well. People really responded. Let's schedule another. Keep the momentum going. Social media channels. People are are really liking this, and they're um, they're sharing mm -hmm. that they're really. They're really registering for these webinars unlike any other time. Keep it running. Keep the analytics. Run the data. Show them, show them the success. Show them the reason you need to, you need to initiate or, or continue to maintain what you've been doing mm -hmm. for months. Yeah. Yep. And it might not happen the day after you send this no, client. That's this true. Fantastic new email. It might even take a few it months. It might. You got to keep at, at they it. They know and you've. And you've yes. taken the initiative, yes. you know, um, it's like you put in that serious time. It's kind of like um, making sure too. I think what you, you brought up a great point too, Mikel, about not making, sh making sure you are making your current clients. You are not just dealing with one person. There are other people on the team that understand your value and what you bring. So if God forbid something does happen with that one point yeah. person, you are still in the organization with other people. Right. And Your name know, is at the ready amongst several are, individuals. There would be no, in fact, with that point person yeah. leaving, you're the next best thing. Why would they even think of moving? How good else? does it feel right? when mm -hmm. you hear your point of contact or clientele individual individuals or, or mm -hmm. singular mention, you know what, let's schedule that call with MCAM. You know, let, let's just, let's get yeah. Longo on this. I'm just not, you know remind them of why you are an integral part of the process. Re constantly. Exactly. That should be a part of your everyday practice. And it is important to note, I think, with this topic that we're assuming that this matter 
incorporates your business supporting a number of accounts. When you start off, it's not that way, right? We were all there. Sure. sure. And if the, and if and yep. if shit goes south, it's a big fat panic that happens. Mm-hmm. But right yeah. now, you know, once once you've established yourself and you've been rolling with a, a number of clientele, some that are far more day to day, those that are weekly, those that are monthly, you sit down and you know summarize all your existing accounts and figure out those that you really truly can reach out to with strategy. Yeah. With projects yep. coming to the forefront that you know will benefit the the mm-hmm. bus- their business and why. It's undergoing proposal without even being requested for one. That's a good that's mm-hmm. a very good point. I had a very low level client that we were still billing very I would say uh, pretty cheaply. I mean, just, I don't know why we're even keeping Mm. it around. Right. And they came back after about two months and said like, well, we got this now. Now I'm thinking I've lost this other client. Is this person really someone I need to continue on with at this rate? Cause Mm. it was not, is it really Mm -hmm. worth the time? And I did what you just said. I said, you know what? You haven't seen the new level of strategy and discovery and research that we Mm. do now with some of our newer Mm. clients. And I gave it to her and she loved it. Then I showed her the price and she freaked Uh-oh. the hell out. What happened right? then? But, but get, the, so she said, unfortunately I can't. I was like, no big deal. We tried a week mm-hmm. later. She came back. She goes, we can't lose you as an asset. And they agreed to this. Awesome. And it was extremely higher than anything else she's done. So there's value when you pitch yourself the right way where yeah. I did it in a way of going like, this is what we've done since. And you were willing to, you were you. willing to walk, walk away really kindly. Uh, yeah. Yes. Because also too, you don't want to set yourself up for this happening again. I don't want a client that is more than I'd say 25% or 30% of my, my, my business because, uh, you know, in my agency world, we were like that. Mm. We had, I'll never forget biggest, simplest thing was there was a division of our company that ran one, uh, had one client, one client. It was a $75 million Mm. client. But when that client just decided That's, to say, yikes, we're done, yeah. I saw 200 people get laid oh. off and I'll never yeah. forget that. I was like, and I'm like, thank God our little side agency, we had like seven, uh, you know, clients and they were all of equal. And I think that's the way we got to look at it. It's like, don't, if this happens to you now, I don't want another one to replace who I lost. No. I would rather two or three that I could be really specialty with, you know? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Because you don't want to set yourself up it. for that again. No. You want to make sure that no. any client you have is not, I wouldn't say the word disposable, but wouldn't kill you as a business to lose them. So, so I like, also, you say the number 30, exactly. I say like 20% of your business oh, is like right, right. You're right. That's how the most that's, I would ever that would, want. That's the ideal world. And you know what? Things yeah. get really busy with that one single client or the couple that you really have a, a, a steady, stable relationship with. Well, don't get locked in too mm-hmm. much. Take the time yes. to maintain relationships with those others and or when something mm-hmm. comes about and you see that a proposal is a potential for something new, take the time. Take the time. You yes. never know. These these things just can't be projected oftentimes with how businesses yeah. roll. So um, even, even when, you know, you've got deadline after deadline after deadline for a particular account – don't lock yourself in too 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 no. readily. 
take the take yeah, the time. The best, and don't get complacent lines. with like the, the work you've got. This happens all the time. Like, oh, you feel pretty oh. good. Like, oh, I've got these three clients. They they give me more than enough work. I don't need to ever put the feelers out for anything else. People ask me for mm-hmm. a, you know, for a quote, and I nah, I don't care. Yeah, I've, don't I've relax got other there. Clients. Don't relax there. Yeah, yeah don't. Yeah, can't afford to. You and know, no. you gotta. And I know this could be moving. counter. In, right. This could be counter, um, like the 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 discussions that we've probably had in the past, or we've had I've heard where people say. You know, I want, uh, I don't want 18 small clients. I want like four bigger clients and that's still okay. But if each, if you have four and they're all, and they're all 25%, no one of those companies is going to dictate your business if they Mm -hmm. fall or leave. So it's still like the best line I saw, it says, no, your business should never be dependent solely on another business's decision. Nice. So as long as you can say that about any of your clients, I think you're good because I, I could say, or three years ago, maybe this client was in that zone. They were well over 35, 40%, um, which, you know, and had a lot of ongoing stuff, but that probably stopped me from taking on a lot of good opportunities that maybe I should have back then. Yeah. There's so, always these areas that we can discover in hindsight. Lessons, Isn't it true? Oh. Isn't it true? It's always going to be there and I, that's life. That's okay. But be willing to learn from all those instances and, and, and turn it totally. around for the betterment ongoing and currently for yourself and, and your business. Yeah, you know. This is and not I think a, it also gets you to st- oh shit, I should shift gears. I need to find a new niche. I need to reevaluate mm-hmm. my business. I, no, no, this stuff happens. Yeah. Have your freak, have your freak out day. Yeah, have your Get freak a, out moment for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but like when I, so I, this is fresh in my mind. And some of the things I was thinking of is like, what do I do? And I wanted a little bit of guidance and I was looking around and I even asked a few people. And obviously, I think one thing I felt really comfortable and strong with was referrals with networking and all of that. That's how a lot of new business comes in. But I was thinking, you got to just, I can't just sit back like you were saying and hope it was going to get better, you know, in a way. And I think it's, it's okay to get into that zone, but you, you won, like you, we did already contact your current clients, double down on them. Show them what you have been doing for others, right? I think that's super important. But also keep in mind that there's certain things you maybe should do, start thinking about get, getting back into cold pitching, like doing things that you maybe you haven't done that in a while. Yeah, put it and back you into need to practice. Get out there and make pitch your business yeah. a little bit more, even very cold and like find that target place that you want to work for and do work yeah. for. This could be the moment. And if money not, is a concern, money is always a concern, right? Oh shit, I lost exactly. that stable account. Don't think, oh, now yeah. now's the time. I'm going to have a little bit more time to update my website. No, that's not what it means. Yeah. <laughs> that's not what it yeah. means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't put yourself that's in a like hole by updating thing. your own website that may not do anything in the long run. Yeah. Make make mm-hmm. the contact, make it a personal make it a personable solution for yourself. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. so this is difficult because everything is personal, right? Oh, yeah. you know, there's that woe is me. Like you just said, Nick, have, take your day to have the woe is me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that for, for some people means three pedicures, manicures. Do whatever you need to do. Then. <laughs> <laughs> three in a row? Oh, yeah. Wow. If, it's not, if it's not Nails seeing three movies like as a matinee <laughs> in the same day, do something else. I mean, we've all, we've all got our loves, yeah. right? So yeah. do yeah. – 
take, take the time to remove yourself from that selfish moment. If I'm, if I am so, so and so business, which is an existing account of yours, what's missing? What would I love to hear from MKM about right now? What would really benefit Mm -hmm. me? You have to remove yourself from that, that woe is me instance and connect and really make a connection. And so there, we've talked about this before where there can be an over an apology. You can be over emotive. Don't do that. Don't suggest that you've got just got a shit ton of time. What, what have you got yeah. for me type of thing? Maintain that professionalism. Check in. Mm-hmm. Don't act And this is hungry. where kind of content marketing can come in handy as well. You know, so mm-hmm. like let's say you've got kind of a bigger roster of ex-clients or just like email subscribers you've built over the years. I mean, not everybody has an email list, but right. I've been certainly focusing on this lately. Mm-hmm. So then well, you you can start concentrating on sending out weekly content. It does not have to be long. It can just be helpful tips that basically suggest all the areas that you're actually an expert in, not by saying, hey, look what I've done, but giving helpful, actionable tips. So where they, they think, oh, wow, Mikkel mm-hmm. actually knows about email marketing or Mikkel knows about um, designing for social. I didn't know that. I like this. This is you just know, another way, way to remain proactive. That's so great. Yeah. And it's, it, it feels a little less salesy because you're not necessarily going mm-hmm. to each person saying, Hey, what do you got for me? Yeah. Right. It's more like, yeah. <laughs> you know, Hey, here's a tip for you. And by the way, now, you know, I know about this subject. So it's kind of a that's Back a really good point. I love that one. Method. And and and, and that like is LinkedIn is a that secret weapon. That is a great example. There. Again, that's a great example again of not indicating that you're hungry, but instead taking the proactive step that is consultant based and making suggestions, putting their matters into your hands. Yeah. Yeah. The driver's seat is so important without a power play, you know, there's a happy medium there. It's got to be approached right, but. Oh yeah, for sure. You don't want to, cause no, whenever you come up and and you're the one who's like, Hey, what do you, you know, I'm pretty wide open. What do you have for me? Then they're like, well, not so fast. It can be such a turnoff. I know. You know, exactly. I, 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 I'm seeing a lot of that which is kind of interesting. (laughs) I've been seeing a lot of (laughs) I've been seeing a lot of people. I see why you're single. There. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but and I and I think it's the same as when I see a business person say that. It kind of makes me go, "Why are you so down yeah. in in projects?" Yeah. And you can see a talent, yeah. and you're like, "What? Something's people missing take there. read of not... all of that. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and that's why I was saying earlier, like the like get on LinkedIn, get on somewhere where other people that might be and might be someone from that company that's going somewhere else or something. You know, I know we were talking about point people when a point person leaves, Hey, if you're connected with them on LinkedIn, they're going to see your stuff continually. And then chances are they're at a new place. And what was interesting was I put a bunch of stuff out just because I read this thing that was saying, make sure you update all of your uh, web-based stuff, anything, anything outgoing, right? Your LinkedIn, your Behance, your Dribble and your, your website and all that stuff. And someone reached out to me and I got an RFP from a very close competitor to the previous company, which was pretty Mm -hmm. cool. Mm -hmm. So that was, and we did a whole RFP last week, hoping that, and and even if it doesn't happen, at least it tells me like, 
oh damn like okay there's still hope there's mm-hmm. there's possibilities of other things happening you just got to be patient and put your stuff yeah. out there yeah you know mm-hmm. cool so before we get going on to the listener question let's just end this with each of us giving mm-hmm. like maybe our best tip for this yeah like, does that do you guys have something you can think of that would be your best tip to either avoid this in the first place or to um, what to do when you're done? Well, that's just it. Yet. A lot of this is out of our control, right? Businesses go have their fluctuations. I mean, there's not much that we can we can do about yeah, that. Yeah, but there's ways of protecting yourself against being in that position. Learning. Yeah, it, th- this, is, this yeah. has all been about uh, ways to avoid client, um, all eggs into one client basket, right? Mm-hmm. And... In mm-hmm. circum in circum in a circumstance where you have been informed that there will be closure upcoming or at any given time, being right now, what to do, what 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 yeah. to do to remain proactive, and to take advantage of your existing accounts. That's that's in summary what this whole topic has been about. Yeah. So, you got a, anything to say, Nick? Any kind of a tip? I think it's true. You got to reevaluate. It's a good time. Take it as a turn it into a complete benefit. Um, like we were saying, get get pissed, be upset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take the next day and go. Okay, what am I going to do about it? And if it means cutting back a little on expenses that month or whatever, if it means getting into cold pitching a little bit more, updating who you are and what you do, and then I think, like you said, uh, Mikkel earlier, the best thing to do is fire back to your current. Use your current clientele as your savior and figure out how to grow them. So now you might not even have to replace who you lost. You, you're, you've increased business with your current. That would probably be the best dream scenario in the whole situation. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's what I would do. Nice. That's what I am doing. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I guess the best scenario, the best scenario is just kind of one where if one client comes out, just drops down, you don't hardly even feel it because you've got Right. So much padding with all of your other clients and some clients exactly. like you guys are talking a lot about th- these kind of client relationships that I don't really work with because mm-hmm. you've got these a lot of really long time ongoing clients where there's always new yeah. stuff. Mine are much more short term in general. They they can come back later, but it's not generally like a I hear I'm you. just going to mo- bill you every month in perpetuity kind of projects. So it's like when one ends, the next one comes in and it just right. kind of feels true. Yeah, no, Feels there is like a, definitely a mixed bag. I don't mean to sh- to um, yeah. I, I don't mean to indicate that accounts like these are invoiced every two weeks ongoing. Um, okay. This this is this it can be, of course, for accounts of that kind, sure. But it also is for those that reevaluate their budget so consistently that you're constantly in communication with them about upcoming projects to submit yeah. another estimate, get gain an approval, get the 50% down, start the project, mm-hmm. have proper kickoff, get into the revision phase, com- you know, wrap it up, sub- provide the handoff materials, initiate the next one that comes down the track. I mean, there are, you know, there's, there's really standard accounts of that kind as well here that can be in the picture. I know that that's the case for us. Um, so yeah. it can vary. It can it can truly vary. Okay. Yeah, one of these I had, I brought it up earlier, was just um, 
it was it was kind of a, a large chunk of my monthly income for a while. It was just a re, it was a recurring um, monthly like SEO plan that I had an old client on, mm. and then so the woman I was working with for like a year, she just suddenly left, and then I was I was dealing with her boss who didn't really know me at much at all and mm-hmm. wasn't really in on the meetings. It didn't know exactly what we were doing, yeah. so it was a lot of. Um, like I was looked at with a lot of suspicion at that point. Oh. Like, like what's going on here? Like, what are you charging us every month for? <laughs> I'm like, well, talk to her. Like, we she knows everything. So I guess my biggest tip would be, um, just for this specific case, make sure that when you're dealing with a company, you're not just in a silo with one person. Like, it's, it's good to have a point person, but it's kind of good also to have meetings every once in a while with the larger team. Yeah. So they know what's going and, on. And or if that can't be in your control there to initiate to suggest or initiate meetings with team members, then to just copy others on communication mm-hmm. that you know know are familiar with yourself and or um that that are a part you know will be a part of the internal routing for something for example anyway. Mm-hmm. Why not? Yeah. Without stepping on toes. You know what I mean? There's there's a way yeah. to go about that. You don't want to feel like you're going over their head, but Yeah, I mean, yeah. And some you'll you'll be able to figure it out, like if this person's like going to go for it or not. But I would just say like, hey, every once a month let's have a meeting where, you know, yeah. the VP of marketing's in there as well and we can just kind of go over yeah. the state of the union <laughs> of what's going on here. Yeah. Kind of thing. Like so sometimes I wish that was a problem I had. Uh, you know, like getting more people on a conference call from a client. Well, yeah, that's, that's that normally. Yeah, naturally. normally I. <laughs> so like the fewer the better. So, yeah, just I every get, once in a while, tag them onto yeah. an email chain and let them like, know you're still around. VP of a, <laughs> VP of marketing, sure. Peggy from accounting, stay stay in your cubicle, yeah. Peggy. Yeah. We're not, we don't we're need not, it. We, we never need you and your and your love for green. <laughs> Do not need it. <laughs> oh my god! Seriously, Peggy, God. Thought we were done with her. <laughs> but anyway, so on to the. This is a fun discussion. I mean, not fun. It, it sucks when this kind of thing happens, but I think a lot of people can relate to it. So I'm glad For we sure. talked it out. Good talk, guys. Um, awesome. But we've got a question now for an audio question from, uh, K- let's see, Katie, Katie. Slobodzian. I'm definitely butchering that name. But let's go ahead and take a listen to that clip. Hi guys, my name is Katie and I live in London, but originally actually from Australia. Um, But I have been listening to you all for a few months now um, and I think your podcast is amazing. I've been learning so much about everything you talk about, um, which just inspires me so much. And I have a question about transitioning into the design field. Um, I come from a background of developing e-learning or online learning courses for the last eight years. And I understand that process really well. And I feel like this is the area I should be freelancing in because that's kind of what I'd like to do. But it's not where my passion lies. And I really love design, particularly branding and a bit of animation. And I actually want to jump into that realm as a freelancer. Um, But when it comes to those skills, I'm completely self-taught. I've only worked on friends and family projects. And I feel I'm a bit of a fraud kind of claiming that I can do this work for people. Um, So I just wanted to ask if you have any tips on kind of breaking into the field, coming from a different field. Um, 
And also, do you think for me, is it a case of starting from the bottom again as an intern in a creative agency um, before I can go freelance? Or do you think it's something I can do? Um, your, your advice is always welcome. And thank you again for the podcast. I get so much out of it. All right. Thank you so much, Katie, for submitting that question. Um, it was really nice. So, and of course, we've got the accent going, all our favorite things. <laughs> so, of course, you were going to get Check on the show. box. Exactly. <laughs> Ticks all the boxes. So, um, yeah. And this is a question that we definitely have gotten our share of, basically asking our advice how to go from being a non-designer, basically, into being a designer, but the thing that I found kind of more fascinating about this question from you specifically, Katie, was that part where you said, you know, you feel like a fraud, which mm-hmm. I think is so common in mm. almost every facet of the world, right? Like no matter what, whenever you're going from one thing into another, there's that natural tendency to feel like I'm just, I'm an imposter. I don't, I don't really know what I'm doing. How can I possibly charge for this? So totally. Yeah, I think a lot of people can relate to that. And yeah, you're going to feel that way a little bit when you're just getting started. But it doesn't mean that you actually are a fraud. You know, if you have been teaching yourself and you've been learning and you've been working on these projects um, and people, you know, they're fulfilling the objectives of the project and everything. And I mean, that's at that point, you're no longer a fraud, right? You know, like that's totally. Yeah. So and who ha- at that anybody who's done some successful leap or whatever has come with it's come with that uh, kind of fear of taking such a huge leap. I think no one does it comfortably. And I think that's a great sign that she should do it. Mm. Yeah, I, I feel like what, what is it? What can she lose? I, I you know what I mean? It's like, why not try it? Go for it. Put your work out there. We don't, no one, again, if it's work that you've done and it's self work, I've seen so many great examples where that's, no one's questioned it. They just see good work and go, yeah. let's talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You and, you, and you said, Katie, that you've, you came from the, the world of like online courses, I think you said. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Why not think about making that your niche then? You know, I'm sure like all these online courses, which is an exploding industry, by the way, they all need, graphics for their their sites and their just all their email marketing and all that kind of stuff that goes into it their webinar graphics all that kind of stuff why not maybe focus on that because you know we're big fans of niching down around here and i think that that's a good one the only downside to that might be smaller budgets i'm not exactly sure what the breakdown is in terms of course creators and what they can afford but if it's something where you can get people that will pay your rates, that might be a really good niche to get in on because I've never heard of anyone else doing that. That's an interesting idea. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's a world, you know, and, and I think it would come with some confidence if that's part of her background to feel like the leap's not such a big thing anymore. If yeah. there's some confidence behind what she's doing and everything. So like, I don't know too, like it, it, it taught, it, it's like she was saying about going back and learning Going bottom, going to the bottom of the totem pole to to learn it a little bit. It's like, why? Just try it. I think she sounds like she has the enough of the creative kind of knowledge and the experience to try it at least and see what what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, it it's like a timing thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Why exactly. not do it now? Yeah. So, <laughs> Katie, God. in other words, you've got our permission to go forward. <laughs> yes. And give it a shot. <laughs> 
You're not a fraud to us. I mean, that's the thing. Like everybody starts somewhere. So it doesn't make everyone a fraud when they're starting. And it sounds like you've actually kind of gone a little, little bit into it. So as long as you are delivering for your clients and they like what you're giving them and it's, you know, fulfilling the objectives of, of the project, then you're, you're doing things right and you have every right to pursue it. So um, go forth and multiply and be productive and all that good stuff. So be strong. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So keep there keep the go. listener questions coming, specifically the audio ones. We love those. Uh, send them to questions at thedeependdesign.com. And you can ask it on Twitter as well. We monitor the hashtag DGDC. So go ahead and ask there. And we'll try to get to it in an upcoming episode if it's something we haven't really already covered to death. So uh, anyway, any any parting words you guys would like to leave our listeners with? Just a good discussion today. Yeah. I think sometimes our, our our best ones are the ones that are a little more open and talk about experience and stuff. And Mikkel, you said it at the very beginning, this isn't all roses. Yeah. These, I love transparency when it comes For to sure. us talking um, and when when listeners share it with us as yeah. well. Sure. So good talk. It's mostly thorns. I'm going to say it. I'm just going to say it right now. <laughs> roses yeah. are nice when they happen, but it's just a lot of cut fingers most of the time. Right. So. And that, isn't it interesting? <laughs> well, I'm constantly <laughs> reminded of this this industry being passion-ridden because otherwise, patience would be out the door. You know? There's so yeah, much exactly. that you go through that's trepidatious and not not lovely all the time. But you yeah, put mm-hmm. it... you you we'll still Yeah, it. you still... You still move forward and you're still excited and you feel ambitious and you figure out a, a different alternative way to handle any given matter. It's so healthy. It's so healthy. We're not stuck in a rut. We're not doing the same thing every day. Our brains are constantly being stretched. Our attitudes are constantly being stretched. It's really good. It's mm-hmm. really good for us. Yeah. Yeah. I've never felt more alive. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh! You know what? This, oh this um, so, podcast go has out become this like amazing. God, people are going to start thinking of this podcast <laughs> as some amazing twelve-step program. <laughs> I love it, and uh, happy so birthday, like... America! Happy Fourth of July! So oh, yes. I hope you guys all have a great holiday week. And with that in mind, keep designing and catch us next time on the Deeply Graphic Design Cast. 